Oh, here we are. Here we are from all corners of the great state of fucking Jersey. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. We are your hosts, Jen Ponton. And I'm Lillian Bustle. And today we have a special guest, Therese Mahler from WFMU. Hello. Hi. Therese, where are you physically right now? Uh, I'm in my home in Jersey City. Jersey City. Yes, I am. Yes. Fabulous. How's your quarantine going? Eh, as well as can be expected. I mean, it's mostly just like inconveniences. So yes. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. So not sick. Yeah. None of my loved ones are sick. Um, yeah, it's just inconvenient. <laughs> yes. In these yes. difficult times. Yes. God. Uh, so we are super excited to be talking about all things fucking Jersey, but today we're going to go back to one of our favorite topics, and that is the fabled action park. Um, Jen, do you want to talk about the book a little bit? So uh, there's a book out that just released this week called Action Park, Fast Times, Wild Rides, and the Untold Story of America's Most Dangerous Amusement Park. And the best part about this here booky book is that it is written by Andy Mulvihill, who is the son of the great dreamer, um, <laughs> entrepreneur, Eugene Mulvihill, who did a number of wild and bold things in his long and storied life. But one of the most infamous is that he is the founder of Action Park and the brain behind all of, um, behind the entire approach to Action Park, which was, and as I learned from Andy, like, I had always given Gene the benefit of the doubt, you know? I had always been like, oh, well, he just thinks he's letting them have fun. No, Gene loved danger, and he knew people loved danger, and he wanted to get them, give them as many opportunities to experience it as possible, and it's why autonomy was so important to him. He got such joy <laughs> out of these people. Like, you know, he didn't delight in the deaths. He didn't. He, he was a, a human being. He was decent, but... He wanted to create as close an experience to death as you could. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and one of the reasons why we have Therese here um, is not only did she recently interview Andy for WFMU, yes, but she I did. also used to work at Action Park. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Best job ever, honestly. I'm 70% serious when I say it was my, favorite, my favorite job ever. Oh. Um, yeah, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I had mentioned I worked at Bush Gardens when I was younger. Uh huh. So I have like behind the scenes kind of questions to ask you specifically oh, sure. because sure, sure, of sure. my experience. But um, oh yeah, Bush, Bush was I, I made like a whole dollar more than um, minimum wage at the time. Ooh, and I, I had all the hours I wanted and I was working with literally all of my friends. Yeah. Um, that's what, that's what Action yeah. Park was. Um, well, at the beginning you didn't make a whole dollar over minimum wage, but sure. eventually, eventually, yeah, you, you, by the time so, I ended, I was making a whopping eight fifty an hour. Woo. Look yeah. at you. So what, uh, what time period were you working there? Um, I worked there 
when I, um, I started working in the food and beverage department when I was 14. I had to get working papers from my guidance counselor. Um, and then, so that would have been the, um, the late eighties, early nineties. Um, and I worked there summers, uh, and winters on and off until probably 1996. Were you at Vernon Valley during the winters? Yeah. 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 I, um, I was the office manager for the lift department, the chairlifts. Uh, so that was fun. Um, (laughs) I had, uh, I worked in the rental shop, but that's when I was kind of like, I had a real job, but I only wanted to get the free ski pass. So (laughs) I I did like one shift a week in the, in the rental, um, ski rental department. And yeah, that was, yeah. And then, but in the summer I, I worked at, um, mostly in the Alpine center. Uh, that's where all like the stuff happened. Like that's where all my, all the, Story. All the stories are basically Alpine Center specific, and, and by Alpine yeah. Center, that was the um, it was kind of like the middle ground between Water Worlds and Motor Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was in the center. Right. And was, as you're going up the big hill, exactly, right? And the Alpine exactly. slide was on the, mm-hmm. Exactly. So it was the Alpine slide. It was um, the bungee tower. The, the <laughs> The bumper boats, uh, um, the the cannonball loop technically fell under Alpine (laughs) Center, even though it was a water slide. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there was the slingshot, the space shot. Those were short-lived, but yeah, those were I wonder why. Yeah, oh, oh, (laughs) oh. And the transmobile, which was like a little like transit thing, which people were like, why can't I go back up the hill now? It, It was just meant to take you from... Alpine Center down to Motor World or from right. Motor World back up. Um, uh, it was a little cart. It ran on like a like a track over okay, over, like, like over a tram thing. Yeah, it was yeah a tram thing. Yes, One oh, across the, the highway. Right, yeah, right, right, right. I forgot. Well, right. it was it wasn't really a highway. Highway, but uh, <laughs> route. Yeah, route ninety four. Right route ninety four. Um, Lillian, one of the best parts of this book is that Andy's like. Dad wanted the Transmobile, but there was no bridge. There was no way to cross Route 94. So he had his men just construct one overnight. And then in the morning, someone from like the local council drove by and is like, um, uh, what the fuck is this? Where how'd that bridge get there? <laughs> one of Gene's friends was like not a mobster himself, but was the son of this renowned mobster. And so he would like do favors for Gene. And he pretended to be a member of the DOT and was like, yeah, no, I approve this. Doop, 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 doop. So it, it sounds to me like Jean was a very, um, uh, it's easier to get forgiveness than permission kind of guy. <laughs> his, yeah. Friends said his mantra was ready, aim, ready, fire, aim. <laughs> <laughs> that is hysterical. Oh my gosh. So Therese, what, um, what rides were you actually doing at the Alpine Center? Um, the, I worked on the Alpine slide, uh, yeah. which I loved that one. You, that you, and the, I worked at the bungee tower. Those were my two. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Um, Oh, hang on. I had, and I pulled this out because, um, I was doing like my, my research for my, my interview that I did with Andy the other day. Um, 
I had for the bungee jump tower, there's a visual, a handbook. <gasps> yeah, Air okay, so this Boingo. is one of the things that Air, I wanted to ask you about. Air like, Boingo procedures. Um, yes. <laughs> who, who put this together? Uh, I think that the people who built the bungee tower put it together. There oh. aren't, there's no credit. There's no, um, there's So like no the people that Gene bought the, bought the IP from, basically. Yes, yes. Air Boingo, daily opening procedure. It's just typewritten pages. Um, if I understand it correctly, um, those rides were generally purchased ones and not ones that were constructed by people from the park. Is that right? Really nilly, right. Uh, it was, I think, yeah, like the bungee tower, the, the Alpine slide, I believe, was acquired because there are Alpine slides in other um, places. Um, yeah, German the German company. The bungee tower was acquired, um, as was the space shot and the slingshot. I think, though, that was a, oh God, now I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Checker, Sam Checker. I, it's in the book. It's in the book, the, uh, the name of the guy. One of the things I definitely wanted to ask you about was training and like what, because mm -hmm. Bush Gardens was really, um, they had such an ethos and such a, a company culture that the, you, I think you got like two full days of training and then one day of training within your part of the park. Uh -huh. um, uh, and we had a little bit more because mine was like, uh, my area was a fake Renaissance fair. So we had like rehearsals and things like that, but mm -hmm. our training was extensive. Um, they, there were rules in the park where like, if you saw a guest that had their map open and you, you had to stop and help them. And if you didn't, you could get written up by any supervisor in the entire park. Um, did they have, and I recognize that this is all like very type A. <laughs> did they have like supervisors out there like secret shoppers trying to catch you? Not helping uh, customers. Not on purpose, or but guests. there were always guests. There were always yes, there were guests. There yeah. were guest secret shoppers. And there were tons of um we just call them walkie-talkies. Like any of the supervisors who were in plain clothes and that didn't have a name tag would have a giant walkie-talkie on their hip. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you could get busted by anybody. So yeah. to this day, if I'm in New York City and I see tourists out looking at the map on their phone, I still stop. <laughs> it's so ingrained in me. That was my first job, and I was like, I don't want to get written up. No, um, no. Yeah. But I um, know I'm interested to hear more about your training and specifically what's in that manual. <laughs> well, um, this is the only manual I ever received um, okay. for for the <laughs> bungee tower. Uh, as far as training went, there we had an orientation every season. I, I don't even remember what it consisted of. I think there may have been a video. Uh, I think like a manager may, if it was the winter, they would have talked about like how the snowmaking process works. Um, <laughs> I, I actually can't even remember. So that might be wrong. <laughs> um, but this, this, uh, yeah, the, but training, it was basically like, you know, you came on and um, if you had worked there before, the ride lead would be like, all right, you load the chair or you do this. I'm, um, but if you were new that you, you, they kind of, kind of like eased you in to mm -hmm. these rides. Like, so um, you would be the one at the line saying, checking tickets or something like that. Or, right. um, but then yeah, it was, it was a learn by doing for the most part um, thing. 
and the but but yeah the handbook i got a handbook for the um the bungee tower because well yeah you had to basically it wasn't that we took the cords off every night you had to basically there was some assembly that you had to do every morning um on the on this tower because you can't just leave like the rubber cords out to the elements it's um They'll, they'll, they'll degrade. And you, there's also a certain mm -hmm. amount of time mm -hmm. of, of uh, jumps you're allowed to um, do on them. So, so. Oh, yeah. That so, be because, um, you know, the rubber breaks down over time. So, um, okay. Now I'm, now as I'm talking about it, I'm remembering more and more. Um, totally. <laughs> so how it worked was, um, well, how, well, what do you want me to like explain the whole, oh, how, how yes. would you like me to, yeah. okay. So, we would like you to regale us just yeah. constantly. <laughs> that's, that's essentially okay. what we're in for. All right. You had to be 18 to you ride this ride. Um, and we would check IDs if someone was obviously like a toddler or teen. Uh, Question. Yes. Did you have to be 18 to run the ride? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Yes. You had to be 16 to work in the Alpine Center department, but you had to be 18 to work at the bungee tower. That okay. 18. Yeah. The bungee tower. And I think like the slingshot and the space shot, they were like, all right, this, yeah. Kids, you go sit over by the transmobile. Um, <laughs> these people, uh, you know, we can charge them as an adult if something right. happens. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So you, yes. And let's see. Um, if there was a line, you waited on the line. You were given a card where you, you know, you wrote your name. You had to be weighed. So that was just like people were just like, "What? No, I don't want to be weighed because mm -hmm. that's a little like it, oh. feel, it feels invasive." Sure. Um, and it's like, "Why do you need to know my weight?" Well, we need to know your weight because if you are, um, you know. 120 pounds we're not going to put you on the industrial strength cord that's built to for someone who's 240 pounds you know because it'll you won't bounce as it, it you'll get hurt right. um mm -hmm. and you we're not going to put a 240 pound person on the one that's meant for oh, like a hundred pound person so there were there were categories of course so we had to weigh you to get you into like your specific category and the scale was inside a shed so like if you were nobody had to nobody else saw your weight and you only and we didn't write your weight on the card we put a sticker on the card but the, yeah, um, that's the what they do for harness. Oh, exactly, cord. exactly. Yeah, to which cord? That's, so that's what they do with zip lining too. It's not. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not personal, y'all. Right, 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 right. No, we. I'm not here to. I'm not here to body shame you or anything. I just. I want you to be safe. I want you to be safe. I want this to be fun because it is fun. It's scary, but it is fun. So I want it to be fun for you. Did you? Um, did, did you? Did you do the bungee jump before you worked the bungee jump? No, I, when I first started working there, I was like, I had to, we had to, we all had to do it if we wanted to work there because it's like, well, why are you over? Yeah. This is where like the cool kids are, but if you can't, if you can't hang, then. Right. Um, Especially up at the top of that tower. Oh yeah. If, however many hours you were up there. If you were up at the top, you had to have a minimum of 25 jumps under your belt to be the <gasps> jump master. 
That that was that. What that's that, awesome. That was the title of that position. Like you were the jump master. Oh, that's more forethought than I would have given oh, credit yeah, for, yeah, which yeah. is delightful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, not all rides were the cannonball loop, man. Right, right, uh, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of them. A lot of them. There was a lot more uh, thought put into. <laughs> So how did you get up to the top? Was it just a bunch of stairs? Yeah, yeah. It was a metal tower, like, um, <laughs> just like, you know, like fire escape type stairs. Sure. Like a, oh, oh, sure. Like the sure. metal, like the metal, like lattice work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you needed to was wear Was it shoes. enclosed? There was a mesh around it, but you could see <gasps> through it. Yeah, you, yeah, there was, there was like a metal <laughs> mesh around it. You couldn't, you couldn't fall off the stairs. If that's, is that your, what you're asking? I mean, yes. Okay. I have a terrible fear of heights. So I would, uh, I, well. I sort of like got uh, something in my chemistry changed and I used to be a total roller coaster and height fanatic when I was a kid. And by the time I hit like 19, something just shifted in my body and I couldn't do it anymore. So no, you could not pay me enough at this point. In my life. Yeah. But yeah, no, you weren't going to fall off, but you could definitely see how high you were. And, um, and then when you got to the top, there was a catwalk, um, like a catwalk that you walked out to the, um, where you would be attached to the cord. Um, and then there was a little gate. So you attach the, the guest, um, the guest came up, they handed you your, their card. You knew you were in communication with the people at the bottom. So you knew you were, you were like, all right, we're going to send up the blues now like the blue mm -hmm. class now so get the blue cord um and then on the they would hand you their card and it would say um like zero one two three maybe four and that determined where you set the cord like the cord was already on but it, it determined where you set the winch so they started from a different mm -hmm. height like it was just like a right, slight right. setting um to compensate for weight um and you attach them to their cord you check their harness and then you, they came through the gate once they were um oh 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 and i will say that um as the jump master i was also wearing a harness and i was um i had a safety line tethered to the tower so i couldn't be pulled off oh, that's i was gonna ask yeah, you about yeah that yeah yeah when you were like when the second you said mesh i was like oh i hope that yeah, no, no, it great. was it was a pretty they, secure. Like it, it yeah. didn't. It, yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, and also like it was really just like you could see. Like it was just lovely to sit up there. You got the oh, breeze, gosh, and um, a lot of times there was like nobody. I it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It was. <sighs> you could you could definitely see weather coming in over Ooh. the mountain. So that was like you could see like Neat. so like that. It's like oh my god get down because we're standing on a big metal lightning rod. Did you ever get stuck up there a little too long before a big storm rolled in? No, 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 no. Because there were, we definitely, um, like if there was, uh, thunder or anything, like people were watching the weather and, and, and we were pretty like, not always as quick as possible as, yeah. as, as maybe you would want to be like, if sure. you're the person up there, cause you're just like, I don't want to stand up here in the rain, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, but, but it, but the rain would, um, affect the cords. So you had to get everything mm -hmm. down and in and put away. Um, right. Also lightning rod. Um, sure. yeah. Yeah. Wow, you had a lot of responsibility. Yes. 
Yeah, that's why they pay me eight fifty an hour. I'm going to presume you are one of the more remarkably sober people. <laughs> during the, during at work, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, you know, for the most yes, part, I work. think that that, that that was that 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 um that like if 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 if, if somebody in with authority like found out like that you were. In, incapacitated mm -hmm. in any way you were not it wasn't allowed it, yeah yeah it wasn't right, it, right. it was not yeah I mean they're like kids you're, you're gonna sneak around and you know you know people of course it was not anywhere oh. near like what what the, the the guests were often more so yeah so, so for sure so going into that if you had all of this responsibility and this whole playbook of um, of checks and balances to make sure that it was a safe situation for guests. Obviously, the amount of guest control in that is going to sway how much craziness happens at each and every location. So what kind of madness did you witness and have to manage in regards to guests who wanted a little too much action on the, <laughs> on the bungee jump? Well, the bungee tower, you, be, you there were you're not just, you couldn't just like walk onto it. You needed to, so it was a little bit more self-selecting um, and self-selecting might not be the right word, but you, you, there was effort involved and mm -hmm. there was interaction with more people before you got up to the top. So if you got up to the top, you wanted to be up on the top. It, it was basically just like people like yell, you know, they would yell stuff. Like there was this, this there was, I remember once there was this, uh, two sisters, um, who were there and their names were Bouncy and Fish, um, <laughs> Bouncy and Fish and Bouncy, uh, was the larger of the two. Bouncy came up and she was very nervous. She was very nervous. And I, you know, it's, it's scary, but it's scary. So I try to be like, calming soothe and soothe her, her. And yeah sure. and she's like she's um and i'm like hey how are you uh and i'm like i'm therese hi and she's like bouncy i'm like hi bouncy you know what's going on and we're just like chatting because she's she's nervous oh. and it's you don't it's yeah yeah she's nervous um trust me i'm that person every time i get shots so i just need whatever inane conversation happens exactly sure. exactly and and then that it's it's um so so she's just like therese is this gonna hurt my coochie <laughs> and i was just like bouncy i have done this so many times no it has never hurt my coochie and and then she yells she yells down to her sister on the ground um y'all fish i asked her if she was it's gonna hurt my clit and she said no oh uh, yeah <laughs> and it did and then she 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 needed some coaching and there was and she but once she once she jumped, she was like, this is the best. Uh, oh my God. Yeah, and, and she's like, Torres, Torres, oh no, it didn't, it didn't hurt at all. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, that's that was amazing. But I will say with men, um, sometimes like you, you had to help the, 
the guests into their harnesses. And a lot of it involved like having, okay, step through these two leg loops and then you tighten them. And in if, like, if, um, if someone was being perhaps less than gentlemanly, mm -hmm. um, you could, then it was just like, oh, oh, really, really? Yeah, sure. tighten that shit up. <laughs> um, yeah, just don't be a dick, man. Yeah, especially <laughs> not when you see right, what right, I'm about right, right. to do. Yeah, don't be a dick to the person who is um ability to affect your literal dick. literal short hairs. Yes, dick. <laughs> all, all the power you held in your little hands. Yeah, well, um, oh, that's that's amazing. Um, I'm curious also how much, uh, was it, was it the kind of thing where there were clicks where like you hung out with the people that you worked with or did, did the water park people hang out with motor world people? Like how, how much crossover was there with that? You tended to hang out with the people in your department, but it, it wasn't mm -hmm. like hard and fast, but, um, there was a, like, yeah, you tended to hang out like with your department, um, but then there was, th yeah, there was some, there was crossover. Um, like my like boyfriend at the time uh, worked in Motor World and he lived in a condo with uh, somebody from Water World and from Alpine Center. It was like, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. like being human, but Action Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, do you remember the, sh the shows from the clips that I have seen look like they were actually really good? Were the per the performance shows as good as they looked like they might be? Um, they they yeah I don't know I don't know if they got like you know actors equity people in there but um they had they probably, had probably the not. no they had the the Broadway show was um it was like a like you know a review and they also yeah. had a rock and roll show which was up in Waterworld and that was like like a like a like a kind of like old timey not old timey but like you know fifties. 50s kind of like mm -hmm. do what like a sha na na kind of thing it mm -hmm. wasn't like they were up there with like you know when the men on my chest board uh, yeah there was there was none of that it was more like you're the one that i want but i guess sure, yeah. Of course. yeah which i guess could be in um the broadway show or the rock and roll show um <laughs> yeah but uh yeah no we didn't get like all like like psychedelic uh at that's the funny show <laughs> This is the greatest. So um, how about the Alpine slide when you were working that? Oops, regale, regale. Well, first, before you go into this, because for the folks who may not have heard it, could you just explain what the Alpine slide is a little bit? All right. Because for people who aren't familiar, it is uh, a, a wild thing to wrap your brain around. Okay, so the Alpine slide was the first um, rock you know, that was the beginning of Action Park right there. The Alpine Slide, um, it was, you know, a revenue generator for the summer, warmer months because New Jersey, ski season, very short. Now you've got all this real estate, mm -hmm. you're not making any money. So we'll put in the Alpine Slide. Um, and what it is, it's, it was a fiberglass track built into the mountain um, and you rode the ski lift up to, to the top of the, the slide and you got into a little cart, which was um, attached to the, the carts were on a hook, the carts were hooked to the chair lifts as they went up. And you, you had a, someone at the bottom who was loading the carts and you had someone at the top who was unloading the carts. And they had like, oh wow, guns, man. Mm -hmm. They were like, yeah, that was like, <laughs> if you needed to get to do some like bicep work, 
carts was the way to go. Um, yeah, because they, they, they're, yeah, up, down. Um, uh, and then you, um, you got into your sled and you rode down the track. Uh, there's a speech at the top, um, you know, welcome to the Alpine slide. You're responsible for controlling the speed and balance of your cart. Um, and then, you know, push forward to accelerate, pull back to brake. Be, don't go too fast, because if you spill out, this could happen to you. And, and there was actually, at one point, um, at one point, well, let me just like back up and do a little aside. Um, at one point, I was working at the mid-station of the Transmobile, which was like the worst because it was like nothing. There was nothing to do there. You just had to be there for like an OSHA requirement. Like you couldn't get, nobody got off there. Mm -hmm. um, like except maybe like an employee once in a while. Um, so it was just like, you just sat there. And maybe if the mini golf was open, which it wasn't always, you be, could talk to the person working at mini golf. Um, so one day there was this, this dude in mini golf and he was standing there and he was kind of had like his arms like uh, out from the side of his body and he just looked like uncomfortable, but he was funny. I'm like, oh, this guy, this, I like this guy. And we're, I'm talking to this guy and his name is Jason. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, how come, wh why are you standing like that? He's like, oh, I have slide burn all over my arms <gasps> and, and legs. So uh, they don't want me to in the sun. And so they, they put me here today and, and literally cause he wrecked because, um, Ooh. I, okay. There were, there were a few carts that the guests were not allowed to ride. They were these white carts instead of the blue carts. The ones um, that the mechanics fixed up, fixed up with four wheels. No, no, they, I don't know what the difference was, if they were like lighter or they just had some sort of, but you could, you could go faster on them. And they were like, they were like hacks kind of for the slide. Like if you sat up closer to the, the, the lever, you could go faster because you're, you, that's where the weight, you, where, how you distributed <laughs> your weight. Um, and then there was like a little loop. There was a loop um, on the front of the slot of the cart, which is what you hung, you hung it uh, on the, that was how it was, would be on, on the, the chairlift. chairlift. Yes. Yeah. Um, so if you pull, if you sat all the way up on the stick and you pulled up on the loop, you really could get momentum. Wow. Yes. Yes. And that wasn't something that was shared with the guests in general that was something you learned from experience That's so anyway right yeah so jason jason did that uh and spilled um and literally when he was in first aid they they took polaroids of or i don't i guess we're not polaroids they took pictures of his wounds which were then enlarged developed enlarged mounted at, to a piece of wood and laminated and from <gasps> that point on that was part he of was the, the face of well, he was cautionary. He, he were he was the legs of the of the because uh, it, it was his legs, and it was like, right. okay, don't go or Jason or don't this. let this happen to you. Don't let this happen to you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh my god! At, at some point, there was like a fight at the top of the slide, and somebody like grabbed like the the Jason's legs photo because it was on wood and was like, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, that's hearsay. I, I know that there was a, there was a, I was not, I didn't, I didn't witness that, but I did hear about it later that day. 
Oh gosh, somebody that's brilliant. Somebody with Jay's legs or his photo of his legs. God yeah. bless. Oh, God. Where yeah. is he now? <laughs> you know, he's, he, and I, he and I are Facebook friends. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. He's well. He's, if he wants to talk to us, we'd be happy to. For sure, for sure. Uh, if you started working there when you were 14, um, were there a number of summers and winters where you were going to Vernon Valley and going to Action Park and like, this place is wild and wonderful and I need to be a part of it? Well, um, it was, it was for a family, to, for, to, for your for a whole family to go, it was kind of, ex it was expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're going to bring like your parents and like my, you know, I'm a family of five, mm -hmm. um, that's an expensive proposition for the day. And then, you know, food right. and like souvenirs and all that stuff. But they would do, um, they would do like, uh, like a town appreciation day every summer. Um, and where it was free to, I don't know, I don't know if it was just Vernon residents or like all of Sussex County, uh, Sussex County, the county in New Jersey where uh, Action Park was, um, you, go, you got in for free. So we would always go on the free day. Um, and it was great. Yeah, it was great. I, it was super fun. I have a photo of myself. Uh, I guess it was like right after my eighth grade graduation because I'm wearing like a, the t-shirt that I got uh, from that. I don't know where that, oh, I did have a photo of myself. I don't know if I still have it. Um, on the, because uh, they had photographers too, like they have it like Disneyland and probably Bush Gardens and stuff where like when you're on a ride, you can get, there was like photo stations and then you could buy the photo on your way out. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I do have a photo of myself like wearing like a Lounsbury Hollow Middle School 1987 t-shirt riding the uh roaring springs and looking like i'm having a grand old time because i was roaring <laughs> springs oh god roaring mm -hmm. springs scares the shit out of me wait what's that one <laughs> so that is all of the forested part of Waterworld. so that those are the big long windy tube slides oh right right, you right, right, right right can and will wipe out constantly right <laughs> gotcha you know, people people think that um, the Alpine slide had the most injuries. Um, those were just the most visible because of the the, the friction burns. The uh, Colorado River ride, which was part of Roaring Springs, had the the most injuries, and they, they were like, you know, minor for the most. Not I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to I don't I mean I don't want to make light of you know what because people you know did get hurt and there were a few people sure. who did did die and that's I don't want to make light of that at all but the vast majority of the injuries were just like a, b a bumped my head right right I wasn't and that paying ride attention. is yeah. serious I don't know if you had a chance to hear all of Therese's interview the other day but she actually spoke mm -hmm. with John Hodgman oh, which shit. which flipped flipped my shit yeah I love him oh um, he's, and he's he was talking such a how he's such a good dude I yeah he's awesome He's awesome. He's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, about how he, he basically bruised a rib going around a turn in one of those slides. Like his oh. elbow, his, yeah. his, his elbow banged up against something and, <laughs> and messed up his ribs and he was in pain for like a couple days after the water's gone. Yeah. You, um, I, did, we, I did have to cut out a lengthy digression about Doctor Who in that part of the uh, <laughs> That's not surprising. I'm shocking. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Understandably. 
<laughs> oh my God. The Colorado River Rapids is no joke. I had, I did not expect that when I went on it. And very, very sadly, it's possible that I had gone to Action Park maybe once or twice as a child, but I can't remember because I grew up on the Western side. We were very close to Dorney Park. It made absolutely no earthly sense to go over Hill and Dale when we had a much safer, <laughs> more like, you know, a much more government oversight at Dorney. But well, um, Pennsylvania versus New Jersey, so. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so when I, you, something that I find fascinating because I don't think it's spoken of enough, like how people are like, Oh, nobody gets hurt at mountain Creek anymore because it's not like action park was. I would beg to differ. You can get fucked up at mountain Creek. You can get so fucked up because the rides are still exactly the same. Yes. <laughs> But they did, yeah, I, some of them are gone. They did take out the Oak Park Slide. They took out right, the right, right. Tower. Um, but the water rides, I think, are all intact. It's the same, right? Yeah. yeah there's really, I mean, I, I would imagine there's like some new screws and maybe a little more caulk and stuff. But no, I, the fans on the wave pool, the horsepower on the wave pool. Oh, oh, can we talk about that? Did you yes. In, yes, in, in the? I didn't know this until I read the book. But the the fans on the wave pool were based on technology used to test the seaworthiness of battleships. Yeah. They were yeah. military grade Lillian. Yes, yes, like German U-boats. I and am dead. Yes, yes. And there was, and as he says in the in the book, there was a handbook, but nobody knew where it was. <laughs> for how, how how high you should set the waves um but unbelievable like that unbelievable that was, that was but i will say about the 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 wave pool lifeguards that they 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 were certified they worked hard those guys and those people ladies and gentlemen they worked hard that was a hard yeah. job um yes. and because a lot of people couldn't swim and that didn't right. stop them from jumping into the Freaking wave pool, which is powered by this industrial military German trade fan. Um, Eastern block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so you know, you you've got ten, you've got maybe ten lifeguards on around the pool because the pool's very large, um, and they're logging like thirty yeah, saves it's, a it's day. Big. Right. You know, 30 right. saves That's a day, huge. each of them. That's crazy. So th th that, those, no, I those, have friends and they were that, kids. Like that, that was right. a real responsibility. And I, I don't want, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't slack on that. No. Uh, yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I, Wave I pool guards were high on the social, um, uh, they were high status. <laughs> Wave pool guards bet. were high status. Um, earning your stripes. There's yeah. a, a water park right next to Bush Gardens called um, uh, Water Country USA. And I had a number of friends who were lifeguards there. And one of them, all he did was uh, the rapids. There were nothing like the rapids at Action Park. There was, it was like a lazy river, but with levels. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and his whole job as a lifeguard was like to stand in this one part and make sure people tubes went down the next part. Like that was his whole thing. He never had to save anybody's life. Like there was none of, none of, none of that. But all my friends who were lifeguards 
anywhere. I know like two people who ever had to do a save at, at, at either a water park or a beach. So 30 a day. Yeah. Like I can't even, yeah. the amount of vigilance fatigue those poor kids must have had. Yeah. Yeah. That was like a very large responsibility to put on an 18 year old. I think you also had to be 18 to be a, mm. a lifeguard at the wave pool. Um, you could be a, like a ride attendant at a water slide or whatever, but if, but if you actually might have to dive into water and, and literally save someone, you did need to be certified as a lifeguard. Yeah, that yeah. one. And when we, when we went, I was impressed to see how many lifeguards were around. Um, what, what's the, whatever the pool is with the cliff jive jump, the cliff That's, jump. That's the Roaring Springs area. Okay. Yeah. So that was where I got injured. Um, where uh, uh, I was, I went to one of the tube slides uh-huh. and I had my eyes closed because of my contact. So I wasn't sure when to take a deep breath. And then the fall was much further than I thought it was going to be. That felt like forever. <laughs> and then um, I hit the water so hard that my bathing suit yanked up and sort of sliced into my thigh. Uh, and then the water was so cold that I was gasping by the time I came back up. Like I went so deep into the water. And then by the time I came up, I was like, uh, uh, uh." yeah, Um, but I did look around. They didn't have to come save me, but there were like five lifeguards in that one little area for essentially three rides for two slides. And then the jump. Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there were adequate staffing levels. (laughs) Right. Sure. For sure. Yeah. It's just, it's just, um, it's just still such a high thrill, high autonomy right. atmosphere, just the way that they're built. And like, yeah, yeah you can a thousand percent get fucked up. Right, right. <laughs> it, real like, you're like, it was right there. Like you're the center of the action. And like I, for um, the interview I did uh, on WFMU with Andy, I went and got a whole bunch of commercials for YouTube. And one of the earliest ones I found, like just like touted it right there. They're like, participatory theme park and yeah you are participating in this it's not a pat none of this is a passive experience this is not like you're waiting online and you're getting on rolling thunder and being strapped in and you're just going to sit there and it's going to take you through the track and you're going to come out the other end and and i roller coasters are great i love them um but this is different this is different there's like um you're making choices Right. Uh, on these right. rides. Yeah. Uh, I meant to ask, did the, did the Alpine slide have a seatbelt at all? Or no. you were just in a cart? You were you just, just in, a in a cart. Yeah. Yeah. You were just cool. in a cart. Um, <laughs> that was, that was, that was the essence that I got, but I just wanted to double check. <laughs> yeah. I don't think, no, there were no, there were no seatbelts. I think that probably a seatbelt would be more dangerous more, right? than, like than the cart rolls yeah, over. Yeah, something. yeah, I think that that would be oh, more, yeah. right cuz you're you're on the ground and like yeah, I think a seat hmm, I don't know about the physics, but I I don't know, there were no seat belts on the Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Um were there any like inside jokes among the staff like park wide? I feel like I feel like we had a couple of weird legends about our park and then there were always like we we got weekly newsletters and things like that, and I remember one year the whole theme was we're gonna make you say wow, uh, and that was just a so we just made no fun we of that didn't forever, get but. we we did not get newsletters. Well, if you if you had to be saved, uh, like if a, if a lifeguard literally had to save like jump in and save your life because you didn't know how to swim, they would take a sharpie and write CFS on your wristband, which stands for can't 
fucking swim. <laughs> so then any other attendant would know for the rest of the day. Right. Like, oh, no, it's great. not for you to ride. Yeah. Yeah. This is not, not for you to ride. Was the park ever open to employees only? Like, did they ever give you sort of like a, a special day where you just got to do whatever the hell you wanted? Not, I don't think for a whole day, but there were times when um, they would do like in, like intramural competitions, like oh. like like uh, the Action Park Olympics, where you like oh, we're gonna race from the speedboats to the speed slides. We're gonna um, we're gonna we're gonna play water polo in the wave pool, which was basically you know <laughs> organized along departmental lines. And you like color uh, wars. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 And there were like softball games and stuff like that. Um, but not nothing that was like, yeah, it was only like, like an after hours. It was like senior crazy day or something. Yeah. 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 There was someone of at least of a supervisory level that was there and, uh, could, well, it would be their fault. Um, if anything (laughs) happened. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, can I ask when you were, at, when you were talking to Andy, uh, so I haven't read the, the whole book, but Jen has been sharing excerpts with me oh, and it, it sounds so like absolute I fire. And read I read it in like a minute and a half. It was yeah. really great. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh man. Um, uh, did, when you were talking to him, did he say anything that was a surprise to you or unexpected? Um, it sounds like it sounds like he's a lovely dude. Like yeah, oh, he was very personable and easy to talk to. I he I didn't know him. Uh, like I knew who I, I like I knew like who he was and I knew who his father was. Like and I recognized them by sight, but I didn't like you know have any much, much direct contact mm-hmm. with them. Um, I but yeah, like yeah, he was great. He was so so nice to talk to. It was like if you showed them that they could do something, you could do something. They'd let you do anything, kind of. Um, or mm-hmm. and they, they would you would you would be you would be afforded further opportunities. Um, nice. So yeah, yeah. Um, which seems which speaks that, that, to Gene's um, tendency, I think, to like have someone that he loved working for him at Vernon Valley and say, "Yes, you can do this." So absolutely, you can also do this. Right, right, right. Parallel right. or completely perpendicular skill set. It's just like the snowmakers being the welders, right? I mean, yes, yes. Oh my God, yeah. The the. The, it, it, yeah, the snowmakers, um, like the laser family, like there was just so many like families involved in that, that just kind of were it. Yeah. It, it was like kind of egalitarian in that way. Like you, if you, if you show, yeah, if you, it didn't matter like where you were from. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, there was like, Snobs from Sparta who worked there and were just like, oh, meh, trashy. This person's me. but but on the whole, like in in the in like the grand um, uh, scheme of the park, yeah, it didn't. You if you were if you could do it, you you, you they let you do it. Like it didn't matter if you were, um, yeah, it didn't nice. matter what your background was. If, if, so much if, potential, if, just your potential. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. a loyalty too. That, and it, um, yes, it did definitely engendered a loyalty. Um, like I, like we, my friends and I would joke that um, 
they like like there was like a chip implanted in it's like a loyalty chip um <laughs> because like why else would we keep going back to this place um <laughs> like i could have like by the time um you know but when i was like in college i, mm. I didn't have to come back and work at action park i could have gotten i could have stayed at my job at sam goody in the livingston mall you know or or any of the other things i could have like gotten an internship but i was like no i want to go i'm going to come back and i want to work here um because yeah it did kind of foster those um relationships sure yeah you felt like family i would imagine and in, in at least in a certain way Right, exactly. Like there was like a, it, it forged a, a closeness um, that, I mean, I, and I, and now like, you know, and my job, I, you, you have like in jokes with your coworkers and stuff, but the fact that you were spending all day, every day yeah. outside with these people and, and also being young and not having the, um, the kind of, you know, you, there's more room in your brain to be, to suck all this in. Uh, right um yeah just being it just kind of um and then you would go out afterward together like you know if somebody's parents were stupid enough to go away for the week uh, and then send like it's like all right guess we're coming moving into your house for the week and yeah we got food um <laughs> yeah so it was all very like social and you kind of moved as like a pack from. Yeah, Bush Bush Gardens was the same way. We uh, I I made some of my closest dearest friends who I am still very close and yeah. dear with. Yeah. And it was it was it was like it was like camp. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I'm going to ask a parallel question for our home podcast all the fucks. Since this was really your coming of age, did you ever like fall in love or have any big firsts at the park? Yeah, I did. Um, uh, I I did have a a boyfriend that I met there. Um, that and that lasted that lasted a while. It lasted. Oh, he worked in Motor World, and I worked in Alpine Center. So it was like, oh, <laughs> truly a Capulet yeah, Montague situation. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I know people who who are married uh, to people <laughs> that they met at Action Park. You know, it 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 it's. Yeah, it definitely, it, it's, it's, it's like a lifelong bond. Seriously, it's like a foundational experience uh, for me and, and for, for others, you know, of my uh, generation. Sorry. Yeah, yeah it, uh, uh, my experience, it, it, it's like a crucible, like you go through so much stuff together with these people and, you know, we're, ours wasn't dangerous, it was just dealing with idiots all day. Yeah, well, um, you know, there's lots of beer. You know, I, they, there was beer at Action Park, but Bush Gardens is built around beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were, uh, my area was right across from the Bird Show, um, which is still there. Our area is now a wolf sanctuary. Um, it's called Threadneedle Fair. And then right next to Threadneedle Fair was the tram that took you over to the brewery tour where oh, yeah. you got so many free samples. So yeah. we were basically the first stop, like when people were stumbling off the tram, like, I don't want to get there. Let's, let's go. Let's, my my let's dad go. has a certification from, my dad has certification, beer certification from Bush Gardens Williamsburg and Bush Gardens Tampa. Oh wait, what kind of certification? I don't know. He went on like the brewery tour and like they gave him oh, a certificate yeah, at the a end. Oh, scratch and sniff yeah. sticker. Yeah. Uh, no, that's amazing. Like, 
like a eight and a half <laughs> by eleven. Like an embossed plaque. <laughs> no, it was a paper. You know, it may have been in a folder, but my, my dad didn't want to go on the rides, and it's just like, dude, go, go, do something that do something for you instead of. Yeah, so anyway, yes, yep. <laughs> nice, yes. I would love to know if you and Andy talked about the since his father did reacquire the park and then mm -hmm. owned Mountain Creek and of course owned most of Vernon, but um, Andy's decision uh, to go for one more year as Action Park. Did he talk about that with you at all? We, yeah, we talked about that a little um, because that, I, that uh, I think he said that it was like a big decision because I think it remained Mountain Creek um, for a little while after uh, the Mulvey Hills bought it back. Yes. Um, but there, he, he did say that there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of uh, discussion over whether or not to bring the name back um, because there were some negative associations with it, sure. but there was also like the legend around it where like, this place is awesome. Right. Um, so it became like, it was a, yeah, it was something that was like discussed seriously. And then they ultimately decided to do it. And then why did that only last a year? I mean, I thought it was a great decision personally, yeah. because I do think that despite, um, you know, despite the tragedies that had happened, as honestly any amusement park experiences. Um, despite those, I think that most residents feel a reverence and nostalgia and love for such an exciting and formative place. Well, Mountain Creek is, is still there. Um, right. I think that it, uh, the experience, um, and I don't wanna, you know, I'm just, I don't wanna speak for Andy, um, but sure. what he did say was that it just wasn't this, it wasn't the same, um, mm -hmm. because they, you know, regulations have changed, um, people, what people, uh, the amount of options that people have for entertainment have increased. Well, I mean, not this summer, but <laughs> normally like, you, there, until there, now. yeah, there are more options. Like you can go to a, you know, a baseball game or you can go to a different water park or, you know, you can there that you have more options. So the attendance wasn't what it was in mm. the, I, it just, it just seemed like it was not, um, it was just not the same. Um, sure. and, and maybe wasn't like maybe the, I think, yeah, the investment, well, I, I, and I don't, I don't remember when they, um, I think it was summer of again. 2014 yeah. that they became Action Park again, but I think Gene bought it back in 2010. So all four of those summers were still Mountain Creek, but under Gene's ownership. Right. Uh, or under the Mulville ownership. And then that one summer, 2014, and I should have bought merch is really the uh, bottom line because I was like, oh great, it's Action Park again, which is what it is to me in my heart. Right. But then to see it go back to Mountain Creek, I was like, no. Not the same. Yeah. It isn't not the, the same. Not the it isn't same. the same. Um, Therese, could you tell these folks how to find you? Because you have uh, a regular show that is awesome and worth tuning oh. into and you have a TED Talk and all these awesome things. Um, the, yes, 
I can be heard uh, Sunday evenings uh, on WFMU, WFMU.org is the website. Um, all my playlists are archived there. Yeah, I don't know where to find the TED Talk. Uh, that one is called The Little Station That Could. Um, and it's all about WFMU and the value of freeform radio. Yeah. Yay, Terrence. Hey, oh, thank you so much. Such a joy. Oh, I'm so happy to do it. Thank you for asking me. Oh, thank you much. for the stories. If there's anything else that you want to let us know, please feel free at literally any time to be like, hey, I thought of this other thing. I did um, back in like the early aughts at one point, I was like, I'm going to blog about this. So um, I, there is, it's dormant, but you can still go to the center of the action at blogspot.com oh, and oh. read many of these stories. Um, uh, written by me and by uh, some of my friends but again they're they're I mean the stories are true but we haven't updated it in a very long time that's I okay. wonder I, if I like I, that's one of the archives that I found and adored over the years um that's really exciting yes so cool. thank you for that oh no problem thank you so thank much, you so much ah, I am so happy to talk to you thank you our joy um friends and neighbors Happy summer from fucking Jersey. This has been another incredible Action Park uh, episode for you. Uh, we do have more coming as well as other Jersey misadventures. <laughs> so stay tuned.